Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey Writers Roundtable Season Previews. We are back with another one, and this is we're almost at the end of all of our teams here at the LA Kings. And I've got uh, Evan Sabrin here uh, from the Hockey Writers, covers the Ducks, but obviously the Kings are right there as well. So uh, thanks, Evan, for coming on. No problem. I'm excited. All right. Well, let's talk about the Kings and their, well, they did make it to the playoffs this past season, but did get eliminated by the Edmonton Oilers, who they met again uh, from the past playoffs. Uh, did made a few changes in the offseason, did add a pretty significant piece uh, in Pierre-Luc Dubois. And, you know, he's probably, well, he probably will be the second line center. We'll talk about him. Uh, and then really, they, they didn't really add anyone else, uh, except maybe Cam Talbot as a backup. They've got some guys they've added through trade deadline. Gavrikov, they re-signed him. I yeah, so they they did really relatively stayed the same, except for that massive second line center that they added. So uh, let's start there and talk about uh, Pierre Luc Dubois coming in from the Winnipeg Jets. What do you think uh, Dubois will bring to this team? Uh, is he the second line center, or could he actually usurp Kopitar as the top line guy? Yeah, I, I still can't see that happening. Uh, you know, Kopitar, is, he's a, the foundation of this team, and he's still highly effective even at his, you know, older age, 36. Um, I think, you know, PLD is going to fit in great uh, uh, in the second center spot. You know, I think the t- Kings top six is is pretty much set for now with, uh, you know, Kopitar, uh, Kempe, and uh, Byfield up top. And then you got PLD on the second line with uh, Fiala and uh, Arthur Kalioff. So mm-hmm. Kings top six is arguably, you know, I'll, I'll put them up there. Uh, probably one of the best in the division, you know, outside of the Oilers and maybe the Knights, but uh, you know, he, he's, he's adds a big physical presence. I actually ran into him a couple weeks ago for the Kings 5k <laughs> and man, he's a beast. He's a big boy. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he, uh, you know, makes it out here because, you know, there's always been these rumors about him having an attitude and, you know, he's still, you know, 24. He's been in the league since he was 18, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he gels with this Kings team because it's, it's a, uh, it's a deep team of veterans and, you know, there's not, there's, there's not going to be a lot of young kids playing out there aside from maybe Brant Clark. And I'm thinking Jordan Spence has a shot um, obviously Byfield, but outside of that, I mean, this is a veteran team and they, they, they're built for a win now mode. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Kings are, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a good season, I think, for them. And, and uh, the expectations are high out here for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that top six is pretty strong. And even even you go into the top nine, you've got Philip Deneau, uh, probably the best third line center in the NHL. One of them, at least. Uh, you got Victor Arvidsson down there. He's he's a bit of a scorer as well. I, you know, overall, this group is really strong in that top nine. Um, do you have any other storylines or kind of watching for the Kings or people should be watching uh, early on in the season here? Yeah, and and you, you just said it right there. I mean, the, the Kings' third line is also going to be one of the best uh, not in the conference as well. Uh, when you can put a 30-goal scorer uh, like Arvidsson, who scored 30 goals uh, twice in his career, when you can put that on your third line, shows that you have scoring depth. So I think the Kings, yeah, one through nine, they're going to be deep. And they're going to be a team that's going to be hard to play against. Uh, my biggest concern is from the goalie standpoint. So I don't know if you want to get into that yet or <laughs> you can just dig right into it. But um, now nah, it's I'm a little concerned about the Phoenix Copley. Mm. Uh, you know, he's 
He played in uh, uh, 36 games last year for the for the uh, for the Kings. And he hadn't played that many games in his four seasons combined for his, or his career. He played more games last year than he's played in his entire career. Uh, Corpusalo, obviously, they couldn't they couldn't afford him. Lost him to Ottawa um, financially. Didn't have the money to go big on a goalie, but that was one of their biggest uh, problems last year. And I'm it's a little concerning to me that the, they're going to go with some unproven guys. Cam mm-hmm. Talbot's a vet, but his best days are behind him. Again, though, we saw Cam Talbot two years ago in Minnesota where he played pretty well behind a good defensive team. Last year, uh, you know, with Ottawa, not so much. Mm-hmm. Also a poorly defensive team. So I'm, it's exciting to see how the Kings are going to go about this goaltending uh, situation tandem. You know, David Rich is going to be back in the minors. He's nothing but a solid backup. But uh, mm-hmm. that's my biggest concern heading into this season. I don't know if I jumped the gun on that part <laughs> of the story, but that's where I'm. That's where my head's at right now with yeah. the game. That that definitely is the mo the biggest question mark uh, for the Kings because, like you said, Copley's not a proven guy. He played really well stepping in, um, basically took over Cal Peterson uh, Peterson's job, and then uh, you know they did think they needed to have someone getting Corpusalo. Uh, but yeah, Copley, we'll see how he does. This is probably the cheapest tandem in the NHL for a contending team. Uh, it's only 2.5 million between the two of those guys. Uh, you know, that that's not even as much as some of the starters, these starters making like six, seven million, uh, and they're only making together 2.5. So yeah, it, it's, it's a bargain maybe if Copley can actually, uh, you know, perform as a starter that's a really good for 1.5 million. So yeah, definitely a big, big thing to be watching. Well, we've talked about the goalies there. Uh, let's talk about the defense, which is another pretty strong group. Uh, you know, always, obviously is still led by Drew Doughty. Uh, you know, Mikey Anderson's kind of coming to his own now. Uh, Gavrikov, who's added at the deadline, like we said before, he's a solid guy. They re-signed him. Um, you know, Matt Roy, Brant Clark is probably going to play now in the f- full time after like dominating the OHL uh, this past season. What do you think about this defensive group? Well, the defensive group, the, I think the biggest concern from a defensive standpoint is they're not going to, uh, this, this is a defensive shutdown team. You're not going to get a lot of offense uh, uh, out of the, the defenseman here for the Kings. You know, that's, uh, Mikey Anderson is a, is a, him and Drew Doughty combined for a, a pretty good shutdown pair. Mm. Last season, the top pairing uh, Gavrikov really came into his own with the Kings after struggling uh, uh, with the with the Blue Jackets. And, you know, Matt Roy is also solid defensively. Mm. Now, that third pairing, uh, Brant Clark, who you just mentioned. Uh, yeah, the Kings are really excited about him offensively. He he could end up being the, the Kings defensive leading scorer for all I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, as Doughty's regressed a little, but he's still very effective. Um, it's I'm. Also really interested in seeing if Jordan Spence gets a mm-hmm. shot at making this team. You know, he he's more of an offensive defenseman and this team's going to need some points back there. So I, Jordan Spence is a guy I'm also really excited about to watch this year. Yeah. He he's a guy that could potentially get into that third pairing. Uh, you know, Andres Engeland is slotted there on cap friendly right now, but I, you know, I'm excited to watch Brent Clark. I, I want to see if he can kind of, he has played in the NHL. It wasn't very long, very many games, but uh, after that season in the OHL, he was producing like a forward, uh, and that was that's just insane what he was doing. And we'll see if he can do some. I don't know if he's probably not going to dominate like that in the NHL, but 
you know, he could be, like you said, defensive uh, leading scorer. So we'll see what happens with Clark for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we talked about the goaltending, so we don't have to do that again. I, you know, now looking at the specific division, they were at the top tier. They're probably still there with the Golden Knights and uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Do you still see them in that, uh, those three? Are they, as that the three powers in the Pacific right now? Yeah, and I think so. Um, you know, the Kraken might be up there as well, but uh, this, like I said, this team's built to win for now. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you know they're competing with Vegas and Edmonton for the division title. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, you know, they're top, they're top six. I'll put them up against anybody. Um, you're gonna see a lot. I think they're gonna see a lot more scoring this year. I think you know pairing up Dubois with uh, Fiala could be really entertaining. Uh, it, it's going to be a good season. I think a lot. Um, looking at a lot at Quinton Byfield, mm-hmm. you know, this is uh this is a big year for him. You know, the number two pick uh, in the draft a couple of years ago, he's got a lot to live up to, especially when you consider that the Kings uh, passed on Tim Stutzla for yeah. uh, Byfield. So uh, him playing on the top lines is going to be a, a, a big year for him. I, th- I think he's going to develop. People I've talked to uh, with the Kings have told me that, you know, he's, he's only 21 and he, he He's have a, he has a big wiry frame, you know. Mm-hmm. He his body still hasn't filled out yet, and you could kind of tell that in his draft year if you if you watched him play that you know it, this kid's got to put put a little more meat on the bone, especially you know he he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how he develops with uh uh on the top line, and uh, yeah, it's 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 exciting time for that. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's going to be fun to see how they kind of fight with those three you know those other two teams because yeah it's it's going to be a tough i mean pacific division there's some interesting teams in there too that you know that could be bouncing back like the calgary flames vancouver canucks uh you know even even the anaheim ducks i mean they're they're an up-and-coming young team that could surprise some people this season and um you know we know the rivalry between the kings and the ducks because of their proximity to each other but i i think that could turn into a bigger rivalry again um, if the young, you know, all this kind of falls into place, obviously the Kings are way ahead, um, in development wise with, uh, with their team, but I think this could end up being a really good comp- competitive, the rivalry may be ignited again. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. I think the ducks are probably a year or two away and I got to figure out this whole Zegris and Drysdale situation. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's lingered this long, but no, I mean, the Kings are in a tough division, but again, they're built for it. You know, I think it, I think, uh, you know, they run into Edmonton again. We're going to see a different series. Yeah, uh, the Kings will make the playoffs. I'm I'm quite sure of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it. they're looking like a good team. I'm really excited to see how they play this year. For sure. All right. Well, let's get to our quick fire round. And uh, if you've watched these uh, season previews before, these are all fun questions we like to ask here. So let's start with our one or two breakout stars for the Kings. I'm hoping it's Byfield. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, there's so much uh, speculation about when this guy uh, came into the league with, like I said, as the number two pick and he's a big guy. We, we've seen him dominate in, in, in juniors uh, in the OHL. Th- this guy's uh, he's going to have the opportunity and they're going to put him on that top line and let him go. So like I said, 21 years old, still, still a kid, <laughs> still got plenty of time to develop, but this is, I think this is the year that we get to see him take that uh, big next step. Yeah, I, I think so too. And he's a ton of potential. Hopefully this is a season he'll start to realize it. All right. A player that needs to bounce back from last season. There's a lot of players that had good seasons, but uh, you got someone that needs to to bounce back. 
Uh, hmm. Can I go prospect on that? Yeah. I'd really like to see Alex Turcott develop. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been, it's got to be frustrating for the Kings that he's, you know, he's still, he's drafted fifth overall in 2019. And also another pick where the, the Kings selected him one pick in front of Mo Sider. <laughs> so I can't help but, uh, you know, bash on my Kings buddies that, you know, you, it could have had Stutzla and Sider. Yeah. They had the German connection. And where would they be right now if they had th- those two guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Turcotte, you know, he's he's battled injuries as well, but it's kind of been a frustrating start for his career. Uh, hoping to see something out of him. Uh, haven't seen much yet of him uh, out of training camp. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's someone that they need to keep an eye on because when you're picked that high and it's, you know, even four years later, we haven't seen much. It's, it's mm-hmm. time to be a little concerned. Yeah, those injuries have kind of stunted his development a bit. But, uh, yeah, it'd be great for him to start showing a bit of that uh, potentially why he was drafted fifth overall right so okay an x factor for this season uh, i think that we, we've already talked about is brant clark i yeah. mean what he can bring to the the blue line you know he's he was a top pick and he's a guy that they're counting on he's their best defensive prospect and they're going to throw him into the fire this year and i think he's going to do well he he looks composed i've watched a few games with him this season preseason um he's a big part of their future Mm-hmm. and uh he, so far he's he's played well he's played well in the preseason uh he's you know i could see him end up uh quarterback in the number two power play mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna he's gonna play a lot of minutes i think this year and uh yeah we're gonna see something big out of him i hope i like I, we've mentioned already i i like brent clark i i hope he does too and i think he could potentially be a top pairing guy uh down the road which you know it'd be great to take over for drew dowdy who big shoes to fill but I think he could be that guy too. Okay, a rookie or prospect that could surprise make the roster of training camp. Now, there's not a lot of spots in this team for these no. guys, but uh, who no. could do it? Uh, you know, I again, I talked about Jordan Spence. Um, I've talked. Uh, I've also thought about uh, Tyler Madden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Akeel Thomas the other night put up three goals. <laughs> that's another. That's another guy who was a you know, pretty good prospect, but he who's also just battled injuries. Mm-hmm. He was, after he was drafted, you know, he had a hat trick the other night uh, against the Knights. Uh, Tyler Madden scored the OT winner. You know, he's always had the offensive potential is, you know, he's he's starting to blossom a little more. Some of these guys take longer, you mm-hmm. know, it just takes longer. And people aren't as patient nowadays like this. But uh, Madden could. Uh, and again, Jordan Spence. I, mm-hmm. I really like what he brings, especially offensively. And with the Kings not having a lot of uh, not going to be getting a lot of points from the back end. You know, he could be someone that, you know, maybe could make the team as a seventh defenseman. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they'd rather have him develop, you know, stay with the rain. But it'd be interesting to see. He's a good player. Yeah, those two definitely good choices. I followed Tyler Madden throughout his because he was drafted by the Canucks way back. And uh, I didn't like that they traded him. And uh, but, yeah, he, he has a lot of potential. We'll see what he can do. He's offensively gifted. I, you know, he, he's a creative, hardworking player. It, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think he'll see some games with L.A. this year. I don't know if he'll start the season, but maybe. I, <laughs> injuries happen. Injuries happen, and they happen yeah. a lot. So, For sure. So he could definitely get a chance. All right. A prospect to watch. Now, uh, they do have some some good guys uh, around the, a few that are pushing to, for spots, but uh, who should everyone be watching this season? Uh, that's, 
again, I, I feel like I'm a broken record here though, but you know, I, I really want to see what guys like the, the three guys we just talked about. Yeah. Tyler Madden and the Keel Thomas. Uh, I mean, the Kings, the Kings haven't had a lot of uh, first round draft picks the past few seasons outside of, you know, Byfield. They traded mm-hmm. them away for Fiala. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think Turcotte's the guy that I really want to watch this year to see if he, you know, if his game grows. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot expected from you when you're the fifth overall pick. Yeah. Uh, another guy that I'm, I'll be watching is Frances- Francesco Pinelli. I, I really like him, too. Uh, you know, very offensively skilled. I, I don't know where he'll fit in the lineup moving, but he's only 20. So, I mean, there's still a lot of time for him. But definitely uh, watch him. Okay, who can who will lead the team in scoring on forwards and defense? There could be a few of options on the forward group. Defense is probably pretty obvious, but uh, who do you got? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you got to go with Kempe. I mean, he's this kid's a he's he's a sniper. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're talking a forty goal score here. I mean, the the Kings don't have a lot of guys who are going to put up like thirty thirty five goals, but you know, when Kempe hit forty, that was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, you know, he's in his prime right now. And with this team, the way it's set up and, you know, he's, he's going to score a lot of goals. This yeah. Season. I wouldn't be surprised to see him hit 40, 40 plus this year again, you know, especially with that top six and their power play. Yeah. It's going to, he's going to have a good season. I can already tell. And uh, you got Drew Doughty uh, leading, leading the defense or is someone else oh. going <laughs> to. Like I said, man, there's, there's just, there's not a lot of offense coming from this team on, on the back end. So yeah, Dowdy's uh Dowdy's still gonna be their guy. I mean, he still had fifty two points last season. Yeah, which is you know pretty good. <laughs> uh, but hey, I mean, what if you know what if we see Brand Clark? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Outside of that, you're 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 not getting points out of Mikey Anderson. You're not gonna get a lot of points out of Gavrikov, Matt Roy, yeah. Andreas England. So really, your offensive defensemen boil down to Dowdy and and Clark. And, yeah, uh, unless Spence comes up at some point and. He adds a little offense, but they're a defensive shutdown team, and, and that's what they're going to do. And they got big boys yeah. on the back end. They saw how Vegas won it last year with, you know, some tough big blue liners. And hey, it's the recipe for success nowadays in the NHL. Mm-hmm. I, you know, this next question: a lot of contending teams are probably not going to be trading guys away. But uh, do you see anyone uh, being traded this season before the deadline, or are they going to be adding more than? Removing? I think they're definitely going to be adding, and I, I like I we've talked about with the goaltending situation. I think that uh, come April or March or April, you know, if, if these these goalies aren't working out, you know, I, I can see someone uh, grabbing Cam Talbot as a you know insurance depth hmm. heading into the playoffs, or but yeah, I mean. I can see him going after a goalie. I think that's going to end up being what it's being. I, I have no faith in uh, Phoenix Copley and uh, <laughs> Cam Talbot, especially when this, like I said, this team's a, it's a win now team and, and they're going to need somebody. I, you know, and I, I still think, and it's, it might be a pipe dream, but you know, John Gibson at some point, mm. you know, I don't know that he fits the timeline in Anaheim with those young kids. I know we talked about this before and he's, you know, he's only 30 years old. They do have Lucas Dostel in the system. Gibson's contract is, you know, a little, a little over four million, I mm. believe. Um, I'd love to see him uh, in LA. Mm. What, what he could do with this defensive team, you know, he got lit up last year with the Ducks, you know, uh, franchise worst defense. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I really think at some point that they're, you know, if they're they're 
at the top there and they need something and these goalies aren't working out. That's, uh, that's a guy I would shoot for. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I think Gibson would probably do really well uh, in LA because, you know, with really good defense in front of him, he really hasn't had that in his career, right? Maybe, maybe one time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating for him, but you know, I, I was at Ducks camp last week and, you know, I was basically followed him around a lot, him and uh, Leo Carlson. And uh, yeah, uh, he looked happy, man. He was out there <laughs> having a good time. You know, Ducks are up and young and upcoming team, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it would, it would be great to see the Kings do something like that. Cause I'd love to see Gibson on a, a really good team. Yeah. All right, last question. Uh, bold prediction or a hot take for this season for the Kings? Yeah, my bold prediction is they win the they could win the division. I do think they could win the division. Uh, they lose to Dallas in the conference finals. <laughs> yeah, they definitely could see that because the you know the stars are they're really good. We, I did the preview the other day and they're a deep team. That that's just going to be a team that I think it's going to be really hard to bet against uh, doing that but yeah that's a, that's a good one well I'll, I'll tell you this too it's like I, I can't after 2012 and uh what the kings did I, I can never count them out you know <laughs> I was at game six or, or game I'm sorry game three against the Canucks and then they came all the way back and then they went on to win the cup so <laughs> I, I can't count this organization out because I've seen it before yeah you know, they, you know they're they, they're they're a good team they're, they're a solid organization. And then two, they're, they're also one of the best teams at drafting and developing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, th- I think this could be a good season. It, it you know, it, we all know that it boils down to, you know, there's major injuries, uh, you know, goalies, situations not working mm-hmm. out, you know, a lot can happen between now and, and yeah. <laughs> you know, the trade deadline. But again, I just don't trust those goalies. <laughs> don't trust them. I don't, I don't know. I just can't. Yeah. It's the biggest question mark, definitely for the Kings going into this season. So we'll see one of them answers it in a positive way. And uh, yeah, I just have to wait and see, but thanks Evan for coming on the show and uh, stepping in for the Kings here and talking about them for this season. I, yeah. you know, make sure you're, ch- you're checking out the hogwarts.com all throughout the season. We'll probably have people stepping in, writing articles for the Kings throughout uh, I know there's a couple prospect articles for the top prospects that the Kings have. So definitely check those out. Uh, yeah, but keep, keep following us here. And uh, we've got a few more season previews coming out before the regular season starts. Once that is going, we've got coverage throughout the season. So keep it locked here. Uh, give this video a like, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. And until next time, we'll see you on another episode of the Hockey Writers Roundtable.